5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Happy Thursday, everybody, or whenever you are listening to this podcast. Um, but for me, it's nearing the end of the the actual week week. Um, yeah, and we've talked about that before too. But hopefully, you are um, you know you are in a place that you can continue to listen to what God has uh, for your life. Um, it reminded me I had just uh, heard this story, um, and it's a good illustration for you know what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but there was a, a lady who had decided to uh, buy a parrot because she wanted this parrot to talk and, you know, have it entertain her, right? And the parrot, she bought it, she took it home, the parrot doesn't talk, right? She went back the next day to the uh, to the pet store, was like, hey, the uh, parrot still doesn't talk. You know, the pet store guy was like, uh, he needs a ladder. All right, so she bought a ladder. But another day passed and no words were spoken by the parrot. And so she went back to the pet store. She said, and they said, well, what about a swing? What about a mirror? What about a uh, plastic miniature tree? Uh, the next day, a shiny parrot toy, right? And on Sunday morning, Alice was standing outside her pet store when it opened. She had the parrot cage in her hand and tears in her eyes. Her parrot died. And the pet store guy said, did it ever say a word? And she said, yes. Right before he died, he looked at me and asked, don't they sell any food at that pet store? (laughs) So really, when you're looking at why is this uh, applicable for us in the Christian life is because we uh, jam-pack our lives with so many things and so many perspectives and so many, like, and all the stuff when there's actually the nutrient, the things that are going to drive us, the things that are going to have us live, are the things that we're leaving out. We need a priority change. And that's why it takes us to our passage for today. Um, from Philippians chapter 2, starting with verse 5, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not... Think of equality with God as something to be grasped. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. So when we are taking a look at our lives and we're trying to be able to consider what is it that, what's the perspective that we should be taking, it is a cross-centered perspective. That's the perspective that we should have because when we have to have to look no further than Jesus... Jesus had a cross-centered perspective. Like when he came, he knew he was coming to die, right? Yes, live as well, but he was coming to die for all of humanity. And so in this, he was giving up divine, right? He emptied himself. Now there's all kinds of stuff in theology on that on these verses about what does it mean that he emptied himself of his divine? No, like he was still God, right? And he still is God. Um, but there were certain parts in humanity that he was going to release those things and not um, not display it. 
Maybe because we couldn't contain it. Maybe we couldn't perceive it or even understand it. And so he'd rather just be able to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is my job. I don't have to be able to do all this stuff. I'm coming to die, die for them. And these are the things that we keep in mind when we are trying to live that same cross-centered life is that that's where life is. Life comes by death of Jesus, because when Jesus comes back to life, he says, hey, guess what? This victory is yours. And hopefully what it does for us is that it gives us a perspective about how we can live our lives. And even, and this is a wonderful way to be able to see it as well, is that we can start to be able to see others differently. Yesterday we talked about the self-righteous Pharisee and the, you know, the despised tax collector. And when we are coming from the perspective of the cross, we don't look at others and say, ah, like I'm glad that I'm not them. See, that's not cross-centered. That's self-righteous. Instead, what the cross does is it changes our perspective on people because while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And if that doesn't change your perspective, then you're not looking at Jesus. You're looking at something completely different. And so how do we keep this cross-centered perspective in our lives today instead of trying to build it up with all kinds of ladders and swings and plastic trees and parrot toys, right? Um... Instead of thinking that we need all of this stuff, can we instead look at it and say, let's look at Jesus. Let's build our life on a perspective of what Jesus has for us. Jesus said, I'm going to come. I'm going to give up the riches of heaven. I'm going to live a life that, uh, as he says, I'm going to come not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And he, why did he fulfill it? Not because he, you know, had like, but he was already going to fulfill it, right? He's God, perfect, that whole thing. But he was fulfilling it for you and me because we could never fulfill the law. We could never live up to it. And God knew it. The cross-centered life means that we are going to see us differently. It means that we're going to see others differently. And it means that we are going to live differently. So let's keep the cross-centered in our lives. All right, everybody, we're going to end there for today. We'll be back again tomorrow to finish out the week. All right, take care. <laughs>